0: Welcome to the Kinja's Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f**k we want. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Kinja's Podcast, Moving in the Shadows. Today we're doing a very, very special episode. We are doing our first ever live podcast. We have Anthony Lee co-hosting along with me. And we have a panel of guests today. We have two of our guests who have been on our show previously. We have Dietrich, Dominic Sandoval, and we have Lyle Beniga. And for the first time ever, we have Keita the Great, who is joining the pod Uh, This pod was especially dope. We handpicked these guests specifically because of the fact, well, Dietrichs and Lyle have been in the dance game for a long time, over a decade, um, have always been killing the game ever since and still pushing the envelope, still creating, still inspiring, still creating amazing art, inspiring our current generation with us, Kinjas, as well as the future up and coming generation. And that future generation is led by guys like Kida. Kida is uh, 17 years old, winner of So You Think You Can Dance, season 13, and already at such a young age, such a good head on his shoulders, already has an entrepreneurial mindset, owns his own dance studio, building his clothing line, understanding who he is as a brand and um, getting into his mind for the first time was really cool because uh, we were able to see that his grounding where he gets his foundation from not just in his dance but in his mentality and he goes into how he does everything for his family and for god and that kind of being his foundation kind of motivates him to keep pushing in a certain direction all all the entire entire panel we we talk about things like inspiration uh, routines, things that we do, life hacks, bio hacks, things that um, keep us inspired, keep us going. Uh, on a health uh, health tip, to a mental tip, to all of that the first time we do a QA, and a we have a live studio audience there, so we have some uh, good questions asked by the audience members there, and this being our first time doing a live pod, uh, we've never done it before, so we do have some audio issues there, there was some feedback, so you might get a little um, pops and you know things cutting out here and there, but you're going to be able to get all the gems, all of it's still very much there, very, very fun, engaging talk, super inspirational as always, so I think that's it, let's get right into it. So uh, we just want to get right into it. Um, So we have a few guests here, some very special people that came out here, a couple of them that we've had on the pod uh, before already. And we have a very, very special guest first time on the pod. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, We have our very, very first guest. He is a dancer, choreographer, artist, creator, YouTube, OG, So You Think You Can Dance, season three, and ABDC, season three and eight, winner, right? With Quest Crew, and this guy is a, uh, man, this guy's just dedicated to his craft. He is a judge on So You, Think you Can Dance on Fox right now. I'm, I'm sure you guys can guess who it is. Guys, welcome to the stage, Dietrichs. <laughs>
2: Hey,
1: hey What's up, dude? Beatrix is in the house What's going on? What's Bro. up, y'all?
2: How you feeling? Beautiful people of this world Ooh, options What's up, man? We got options we got I'm am I'm, I'm, I don't know if Was Was anybody there last night? Wow You were there last Sam night? I was there if you didn't go, well, then, um... I think so. You fucked up? <laughs> the Kenja show was legendary, and to see it live, I got to see it twice live. <laughs> Thank you guys for that last night. Thank, Thank you, you for this. This is great. Thank Amazing. you, Amazing.
0: I mean, did you guys see Dietrich's and Logan's show, though? Did, you, did it not blow your mind?
2: Oh, all of a sudden, people showed up. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was that was amazing. Blew my for me mind, to blew see. my heart, blew my soul. <sighs> just it was amazing me. to see Logan. I wasn't talking about my own work, but it was amazing to see what Logan just everything last night that was happening right so it was uh, Yeah, she was the
0: champion she was really she, like- she should have took the damn grand prize <laughs> for
1: real i feel like it was logan's night logan definitely and again we keep talking about logan i feel like we said this like 20 times on this this show that we logan somehow pops up in every single episode as she should though is logan here
0: no nah, she left because she, she left. left good she probably we don't need her filming a movie or something <laughs> oh filming God. a movie
1: but uh, yeah, so Dietrich, we've we've had you on the pod before, so we've kind of gotten like you know your your origin <laughs> stories and all that. But we kind of want to just jump into your your current headspace. I mean, we just we just did Arena LA last night. Um, speaking of your performance, I've I've been talking to a lot of people, and highlight they said Logan was like the highlight of the night. So. Um, would love to hear some of like the, without the feedback, um, some of the creative process and like the intention and the inspiration as to where that piece came from, why you chose, because originally we thought Dietrichs was performing, and then we caught word that is like, no, it's actually Logan presented by Dietrich. so I'd love to kind of just hear a little bit.
2: Yeah, for those that, uh, aren't on the same playing field, uh, Logan and I did a piece last night, and the piece was about, um... The struggle between like uh, teenage girls and like Instagram, I think I think just not even if you're a teenage girl, just anybody in general, like what to post, I guess, for likes. Um, and I uh, so we did a piece about it. And uh, for me, I've been trying to get this message out because I believe it's actually a huge topic, uh, not just for our dance community. I think just for people in general. Um, and when I thought of this piece, I was like, okay, I know Anthony reached out and said, yo, can you perform? But if I were to dress up as a teenage girl, is uh, much is, yeah, that it would, would be normal? That
0: would be like 2008 <laughs> yeah. to 2016.
2: It is very much normal for me to do that. But in this scenario, for this message to get across uh, and hopefully help people, uh, I felt logistics was the best route for that. And when I pitched to her like two months, a month and a half ago... Uh, for the idea. I was like, I can only do this if, if, you, if, if you do it. Because in my mind, and the, the way I create, I have such clarity of what I'm doing before I start. Uh, it wouldn't happen if she, if she said no, so.
0: Let, let's, let's talk a little bit about in your mind you have such clarity before you start. Because as, at the end of the day, we have a bunch of people here that, in, myself included, that are continually, seek, continually seeking to figure out how to create, to how to innovate, and how to express. Um, and, and I feel like we're here because dance is the vehicle that brought us here, but dance is like one element of the platform that you used last night with Logan. I mean, she starts out on her, on her bed, she's like going through the cell phone, you know what I mean, you got the projection on the screen showing like this like little 3D situation or dimensional thing. Then she like does this rose in the blanket, there's a projector, she's got magazines that she's ripping things out with the mirror. There's like 18 elements to the single girl dancing on stage, you saw all of that before you even, like, really rehearsed with Eric?
2: Yeah, so for me, uh, this, now it gets all real. Um, I believe the word here is outcome. And I, because I don't believe in goals. I think I said this before on your podcast. I believe in outcome, meaning if I want a Whopper, I, my goal is to get to Burger King. But I don't care about Burger King. I care about the Whopper. So similar to a dance piece, I have skipped the goal, and I want the outcome, and I want to know exactly down to a T that I'm going to receive this outcome. So for me, I created an equation for me with anything, whether it's outcome of my bank account, outcome of my relationships, or outcome of choreography, choreography. I came up with an equation that seems to have been working really well, not just for myself, but for others, that it's the amount of clarity, the higher the clarity of the idea. Like when you first wanna dance, or you first wanna create something, you should have some type of idea, even if it's as simple as like, I'm gonna start this. But for me, like, not, I, I can't just know the start, I have to know the final product. So uh, Albert Einstein once said that imagination is more important than knowledge, which I found really, really brilliant. So for me, I take advantage of my imagination and have extreme clarity over the entire piece, meaning like I can start choreographing it from beginning to end and know all the colors and know all the outfits, all the people, know the feeling from the audience and the higher the clarity plus the higher the passion, positive or negative, because some people just create stuff out of negative energy, the higher the passion that you have to receive your outcome plus that clarity, you will always receive it. So similar to like, I said Burger King, right? I want that Whopper. You know for a fact what it looks like, what it tastes like, you have the clarity of it. So it's a lot easier to go get that shit, unless you're with a bunch of women and they're all trying to make decisions. but. When you know, that, that's fucked up, what the fuck? Um, it's okay, it's just, you know, truth. When you know what it is, okay, here's the burger, I need to get to that place to get this burger. I look at your life as a car, and your car, like, that, that's your car, and the, the clarity is like the GPS of it. The clarity is like, I know how I'm going to get there. And the passion is i will do whatever it takes to get this damn whopper so if i get a flat tire i can get out and start crying or i can just run and go get my damn whopper so the higher the clarity of what goes on in your mind hella hungry (laughs) the more clear (laughs) hashtag ad. by the way (laughs) the more clear it is and the obsessive passion to get it done you will receive your outcome even faster does that make sense so whether it could be as simple as uh getting something to eat or how you see your future in five years or 10 years. I just really take advantage of my imagination and I have an obsessive uh, passion to get shit done. And literally, I mean like I edit an entire video before we even start. Like I know exactly down to T all the cuts. I put, like, I put videos from all different types of things. So I, it helps me see what's in my mind and it helps me pitch what's in my mind. So when Logan first came, I just showed her an edited video of all of it with words explaining everything. So when we get to the rehearsal room, we already have an A to B. We know exactly what we need to create. Instead of like, I don't know if you guys teach, but like you'll start a song and it's like, I gotta teach soon. And then it's like, oh, I'm not feeling it no more. So you go to the next song and you make something there and then you go to the next song, you're like, fuck, I got like five different songs of two A counts each, this is not helping me. I believe there's a lack of clarity. Because if you got your heart broken, and you be like, fuck, I have like I feel this. I know what it is. That is actual passion and clarity. So you knock out the piece. I just take advantage of the human brain and I take advantage of things that fuel our lives to get shit done. Because tries don't really help. I, I turn those tries into have-to's. And when it have to, and there's like a purpose and a piece that the world needs to see then you will do whatever it takes to get it done. What,
0: what are you like, what does a human being have to like experience, train or endure to like understand what you understand? Because like I hear everything that you are and I feel like we're all hearing these great words, but I feel like you got to know what the hell you're actually talking about. You know what I mean? Because like, it's like, have absolute clarity to understand this before we get to the rehearsal space and then we'll know how to do it but it's like how the hell do you have absolute clarity about something and i understand even like passion how the hell do you have obsessive passion how do you build that you know what i'm saying do some people have it and then do some people not and is that the difference between people who are going to be successful at it
2: yeah so the difference between the people like like have everything maybe you want and uh maybe uh, the people that don't actually go for it will come down to uh, a belief system, um, I, b- I believe. I believe that the belief system for me and the way I view the world uh, is the center point to why everything exists. And I think that just is natural for everybody. Um, I'm so, uh, as boastful as this is, I- I'm so in love with me and I love myself so much that I can authentically say, I love you now to the rest of the world. So... For me, I remember knowing not like being empty and I try to use people to help not be empty. So I fall in love with someone and then they give me love and now I'm like, oh my gosh, now I finally love. But if they leave and I don't have that, uh, I started calling that acting. I think if you try to love someone without having it for yourself, you are definitely acting. And I believe it starts with yourself and I know it sounds cliche, but when you understand yourself, you, it's way easier to understand the rest of this universe. Because I don't believe in uh, what's happening right now. I think reality is, now is gonna get weird, the way reality works is not what's in front of you. It's the projection inside of your mind that you're showcasing on what's in front of you. Does that make sense? So every choice you make, when you get a relationship argument, right? Well, I did this because you did this, and you did this because I did this, and you guys go back and forth, if you go with that, you will just find yourself saying, well, I was in my dad's nutsack and you and your dad's nut." It like goes so far. So I realized all we're trying to do is blame instead of realizing that I made a negative decision based off of your negative decision and that was my choice. So if I can find that and understand that right then and there, not only do we solve this problem faster, but I grew with inside myself. So for me, it starts with self-growth, a lot of self-growth, a lot of learning and using your brain because anything you want in life, People can tell you a bunch of different things. It's gonna be down to 20% physical and 80% psychological. Your brain is in complete control of the rest of your body. And how you see the rest of the world will always be on how you see yourself. Does that make sense?
1: I dig that, man. I think so. I mean with what Ant was saying, like that 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 ability to have that kind of clarity. Um, it doesn't just happen overnight. You're not just somebody that wakes up one day and is like, oh, I know how to be clear on things. So do you feel that that's something that um, is still kind of uh, scary for you to, because to, I think making decisions sometimes is a very scary thing. Like I have to just go with this decision and maybe the wrong way. And I think that concept of making the wrong decision oftentimes paralyzes you from making any decision. Oh, so, sure. so, how do you- how Analysis do
0: you, paralysis. Yeah,
1: analysis paralysis. How do you get over that hump to be like, you know what, right or wrong, I'm just gonna do this.
2: Okay, so, this, this pops up, I, I hear this question a lot. It's like, you know, I have this idea, but then you wanna think about it before you, you, know, you start it. Uh, so, I want you to imagine this. The last time you had a great idea, okay, and this is probably like also as you get older, but the last time you had a great idea, what's the first thing that naturally happens to every human being? a little bit of fear, a little bit of doubt, right? Because you want to second-guess it. But for me, any equation that pops up in life, you have a decision between love and fear. And I feel like if you follow fear, you are letting fear take over your life. And the more you second-guess and follow that idea, the rest of your decision-making, not dancing, and anything else will constantly be built upon that. So what I started doing is realizing, okay, these... Self-doubt issues is rooted from the idea of fear. So I started studying fear. (laughs) And we kind of talked about this on the the podcast. Uh, And anything you fear in life, it will come down to two different fears, I believe. It roots from either the fear of being alone or the fear of failure, which is the fear of failure for this specific scenario. For the fear of being alone, there's never been once in history that someone woke up and everybody else in this world was non-existent. So that is an idea. Right? So if you're in a cypher and it's like, oh, I'm scared of what people are gonna think of me, it's actually rooting to the fear of being alone because no one wants to be alone, but that's never happened. So that fear is gone. The fear of failure, anybody that's ever created something would tell you that none of it would have happened without failure. So for me, failure is actually the main ingredient to why I'm able to succeed. So if I can understand that, now going back to I have this idea, now I have fear. Oh, fear helps me, now I have to do the idea. Does that make sense? So I just get to the root of why we make decisions and everybody makes decisions and I almost take advantage of, oh shit, that's the way it happens, let me study it, understand it and love it because I love fear. I think if you have like, these fear and failures within your past time, if you learned how to look at it, you have to acknowledge it, you have to nurture it and then you have to use it because that's the one ingredient that actually helps that life vehicle get to your destination even faster. So when I have this idea and it's a really good idea, obviously that's the root of love. If I approach that in fear, dang, I done fucked up.
0: I I'm totally hear you, man. It's like sometimes people ask, and I know all you guys can relate to this too, but uh, whether it's like dancing in groups or, or hosting a show or whatever, people are always like, oh, do you guys ever get nervous when you perform? Uh, and I feel like for me, the answer is if I'm nervous, it's a good thing because that means I actually care about that. That moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, so in that moment, the nervousness isn't fear, right? It's like love for what I'm doing. I feel like if I'm not nervous to touch a stage, maybe that stage isn't worthy for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be somewhere where I'm feeling
2: that fear in a
0: way that's gonna bring me the love for what I do. Yeah, so I feel you.
2: So you learn how to make it fun, right? Like, everybody has a different way of uh, viewing it, and I think that's a great way. Um, I had this conversation actually yesterday, uh, and we were talking about the idea of perfection, Um, and we were talking about how like things, things things can only be perfect. If things were always perfect, okay, imagine this. If things were always perfect, you wouldn't know what it is because there's nothing to judge it on. So the opposite of perfect would be imperfect. And imperfect, to understand that, without that, you would not have perfect. Really think about that. So without failure, there's no win. So you have to look at it as something that has to be existent in order to understand how awesome it is to win. So once you understand that those fears and failures are actually on your side, everything you want in life will just come even faster. And the clarity and everything you do will just start happening even faster. And all along those lines of you understanding what you wanna do, it just so happens that people wanna throw even more shit at you for free. Ask Kita. <laughs> Where this bling, wear this shit, do this. Keto, you know what I'm talking, he's, he's editing music. What am I gonna teach <laughs> tonight? I need this clarity. <laughs> uh, but do you guys understand? Is, I'm, I'm being honest, like I've been in all your guys, like I've been in your guys' positions. We, we've all started at a certain point. Uh, and, and the only difference is that I just got used to like sucking and wanting to suck and wanting to flop because you guys probably only see the success of what we do, but you don't understand the amount of other things that kind of go into it. And it could either be really bad, or for me, I started treating those really bads like something like, okay, this is this is part of the process. This is cool. Yeah,
1: I love that. I mean, I think with what you're saying, I love what you said about the whole uh, fear of being alone, and that's that's an idea because you're never. I mean, like we're in a room full of people, right? And I think um, it's the decisions that you make for yourself to stay connected with people in a real way. And I think with what. this community, especially this dance community, you know, with what Arena represents, what Kinjas represents, is literally staying connected to people who are like minded, driven by the similar passion for dance, right? And um, this community is amazing, and um, along with that, I mean as we 're talking on this topic, we have you know two other guests that I would love to hear their thoughts on that so our next guest is a well, obviously, he's dancer choreographer. I feel like everybody in here is, right? Who is it? Um, this guy is uh, man, he's a tastemaker. He is an influencer. He is a game changer. He's been in the game for a really long time, um, inspiring generations current with the younger folks, as well as our generation that we grew up with. He's an entrepreneur, soon- to-be father. We got Lyle Beniga. Hey, welcome Lyle Beniga to the stage.
0: All Every time squad
1: Sir, yes sir. Yeah. What's good, Lyle? What's up? What's, what's up? good? What's good, man? Bro, what is what is life like, man? I feel like oh, again we've had you on the pod, and like you're actually, I think you're our fourth guest on the pod. So this is the beginning, baby phases of the podcast yeah, where yeah, we had you on. That was like about a year right, ago, that, uh, and I'm sure since lounge. the year has passed, a lot has happened, man. So how are you, man? What's what's life like for you these days?
3: I'm good, man. I'm
1: good. Um,
3: right now, obviously, you know, um, uh, me and Lindsay we're preparing for the baby, hey. uh, our baby in two months. Congratulations. Yeah, bro. two yes. months. Yes, sir. Two months, boy. And then uh, it's just been a lot of work. Like, I didn't, I didn't anticipate how much work there was going gonna to happen. As far as just personal work and hustling, teaching, traveling, choreography, it just kind of stacked on itself unexpectedly. Um, and I was like, wow. But it's kind of a blessing that, uh, at the same time. You know, I, I could get, it could be overwhelming when it's like back to back traveling, not being able to be there. For Lindsay, or for my family, and just to take care of certain things and aspects that's going on at home for herself and just being supportive physically there. Um, but we're, we're making it work, you know, because I know when that baby arrives, then I'm just gonna be chilling. <laughs> I'm being on the couch watching ESPN with everything just posted up, yeah. changing six seven diapers i'm chilling so i was like i see that we see the end goal in mind so we, that's what we're looking to, uh, forward to so let's just hustle let's get work done let's make this money let's, let's you know keep dances keep you know stay uh keep it in shape and then by the time that goes around you know we're going to be ready to just like completely put all of our 100 percent focus on raising this child
1: i love it man that's amazing yeah. you know yeah. so something that we we um we talk about we kind of joke about we're like dang, like, we've known Lyle for a long time, and like, you know, since you've been out here in L.A., and I feel like, and this is not to gas you up too much, but there's never been a time that Lyle Beniga hasn't been relevant, that hasn't been just yeah, doing things hell, to man. crush the game. You know what I'm saying? Is, just, artists are supposed to have, like,
0: arcs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, you gotta go Selfish. up and down. All right, you're jacked up. This fool's just, like, just coasting the whole time. Every time, uh, what do you do? what do you got to do to do that? What do you eat, bro? But that's what I'm saying. Like,
4: vegan. You
1: must be. freaking th- vegan. That that doesn't happen by mistake or by chance. That happens by intention and and process. And 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 I feel like we kind of touched on this a little bit. But I mean, I, I think um, talk about however much you want. But like, I'd love to hear how what you do for your process for it to stay so consistent. But in a way where I feel like. You don't look. I mean, I'm you're you're human. You, we all get tired. We all need a rest. But I've never really seen you just be like, yo, I don't know if I, you know, if I can do this anymore. There just seems to be like this. I'm good.
3: You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but like you're always firing at, at all cylinders, well, man. How do you? I feel am that? like, honestly, I'm 100% like really inspired by new generations of dancers, and you know, it's it really really get like y'all. Everyone sitting here, right you know. Here. And it's literally y'all, because I've been in this situation where a bunch of you know, uh, like kids have grown up to be like superstars and we're in the exact same position, sitting down, listening intently, taking it all in. And yeah, like the, you know, inspiration to go doesn't, isn't just one way, you know? It, you know, it it's both, goes both ways. But I do still have, you know, some values as far as like beliefs as in movement, dance, how I grew up. Um, the things that i really love listening to you know i'm very particular with maybe like the kinds of songs that i want to dance to or get down to
0: give us the secrets bro what are these beliefs <laughs> man <laughs> Dump them all <laughs> on this we scene. got a short amount of time and everybody's trying to get superstar <laughs> level and right now give right? it now. to us bro it's give me the loud in, secret in, sauce
3: in, you know it's instinctual now but it was a lot of work a lot of things that may come naturally to me like choreography classes can just come out like that. But like it took many, honestly, but it takes so much time thinking about it, watching it, studying my stuff. I'm my own worst uh, judge as far as like really picking apart movement um, and then studying everyone else's movement, you know, uh, my peers, you know, people I look up to, people that are, you know, I'm training, you know, cause that's my job as a teacher is to keep watching them progress, seeing what we can also harness, try to make them better than, uh, you know, what they expect of themselves right so you can, I, know.
2: can i ask them because yeah. like it seems like also too like since the beginning even the people you do teach they they turn they turn into leaders as well and i think that says a lot about you and i want to ask you like who were your like when you first started i'm talking three nike nike boots, <laughs> boots pre- three right who was that who was that first or those people
3: they okay so um there's a couple, like, I had a couple mentors growing up. I was in a crew. Like, people don't know I was in a crew back in D.C. We were called Beat Seekers. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was, like, four of us. It was, like, uh, Joseph Nantanavan, Christi- Christina Nantan- Nantanavan, who were, uh, and then my boy, Risky Ragman, He was, like, a, a B-boy. But, like, we all shared the same kind of, like, um, uh, music and thought process and, you know... Uh, that's how I got I got influenced was just music and just even thinking outside of the box because we came from Culture Shock and so it was like, okay, and then Culture Shock DC, so we wanted to do something else that was kind of different that we kind of shared a similar like, you know, mindset as far as like what we want to, you know, harness and, and, and grow and yeah, that, w- that was the beginning of it but when I moved to LA, particularly, Jason Wright, honestly, was one of the main hey, shout out Jason mentors. Wright. Like he looked, I came in here through Monsters as a Monsters cast member in 2006, and I was, you know, I knew I was good, but I knew I had a long way to go as far as like where all my other cast, you know, members were, were at and who are doing like amazing things now, amazing things. But I knew I still had a long way to go, I still believed in myself and that I can get there. But I felt like the only one that kind of like took me under his wing was Jason Wright, and he saw something in me. And the way he kind of mentored me was calling me out, like looking me dead in the face, like being honest with me. He's like, I, I see something in you, but like you gotta, you know, sit in this pocket. You're dancing too fast, and, you know. will be straight up with me. And I, I for, uh, I'm forever like grateful for that, yeah. you know. He, like he was like a hard, hard, like, you know, um, not a hard mentor, but like he was, he was honest, you know. And it was something that, you know, I, I really appreciated. He wasn't like an easy, like props or anything like that. I mean we all want to feel supported. It's important to always support each other. You know, that's how we get better. But when your mentor can like really just can be there and just tell you what's up and not just dance but you know mental like process and thinking about certain things. And you know that's that's another gift in itself and I'm very appreciative of what he shared with me on that. So shout out to Jason Wright. You guys yeah.
0: I mean just as much as uh you know, we're talking about people that mentor you and, and and you felt was inspiration. Who do you feel in the younger generation today has got like that Lao Benigas stamp? Ooh. Like who you feel like, you know, today is is doing a great job that you could look dead in the face and be, Hey you good, you got a way to go, but <laughs> I'm going to give you a That's stamp.
3: A I mean, look at the dude sitting right over there in the blue hat. <laughs> <laughs> this fool over here, Keta the ground. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. all right, since he's sitting right there, shoot. I do remember seeing him for the first time. I'm like, who is this dude?
2: He has like... Who is this oh, baby? Is he? Yeah. He started literally... He shot out of Tanisha like, ooh, like already.
3: I've never watched like, you know, like... I haven't felt that way about watching like a performer like that as far as doing... Uh, like all the moves of today, but then having all the like technique, the pocket mm-hmm. of yesterday, you know, and just bringing all that to the forefront, you know, he's doing it. But like he has, you yeah, know, he has here. the, the uh, foundation in his backpack, like psh, don't mock it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I just feel when I watch it. So I, I really respect my man Keto over there. will we, we'll, you'll get to hear. I, I'm can't wait to listen to what he has yeah, to yeah, say. Too. Yeah, Not okay. to make
2: you nervous. Out. I want to know what that backpack brand is. I know, wait, <laughs> <what Yeah>. Backpack? <laughs> that, is that, that new JanSport? That's a freaking babe back. Louis Vuitton.
0: I'm just trying to get all the secrets. <laughs> you guys want secrets, right? Like I'm just trying to pull out the damn secrets, quick. Well,
1: I mean, like, I think the secrets, like, you know, you keep saying, um, I mean, I know that there is a, a, a self-discipline that you, you put into your regimen, and but I think even without you saying it, like, I think you value um, – Mentorship, you value learning from people. You know what I'm saying, and um, things like you know you coming to like camps like Arena to come and teach like a morning class. Like you know what I'm saying. You don't have to do stuff like that, but that's something that somebody who values um, education as a as a student as well as a teacher. Um, you you seem to. Uh, Put a lot of emphasis there, so I mean, again, things like I mean, us. This is Arena Camp, so I, I'd love to even just hear um, your thoughts on um, why why you would like contribute your time to a place like Arena. Um, you were at the event last night, you know. I'd love to hear your experience with the, that event as asking well as you know this whole you know like camp. I'm not asking for compliments. you're asking for compliments. Am I? Yeah, tell us how dope we are, Lyle. <laughs> I mean, you
0: know, really. I could do it all day. All no, day. <laughs> look at us in the face and tell us what we got to work on. <laughs> yeah. Or that. Tell For us. In front of all that. I'll For learn right eventual, now, man. bro. <laughs> I'm trying to be good.
3: No, I, c- I come from the community, man. Like, you know, this is where I come from. That's, not, that's some, something, even like when I was deep in the like, industry, when I was you know, doing backup dancing a lot, and which was a big part of my career back then. You know, I still, I still knew, know that the foundation that I had and the reason why you know, maybe I uh, book certain jobs or an audition was because of my experience in, in my training through community dance and um, the feeling that I got. You know, I'll never forget those times, like learning everything, popping, locking. you know, uh, all these different, foundation, b-boying, you know, all the way down. And it was a dope utopia in, in D.C. where it's just like, had the best of the best in that area, just training, learning, We didn't know what the hell we were doing in each style but we're just throwing ourselves into it and you know that's that's how i kind of like uh treat it so like when i come over here and just see seeing how much it evolved and now it's in the forefront like i couldn't be more like proud to be it's an honor for me to just to be here you know just to be here interviewing with with you guys and be here with dietrichs and Keita, like you know it's so surreal to me a lot of times so so if my opinion i'm just honored honor to be here, man, because, you know, I really think of the community in a high regard. Not, you know, not in anything, you know, less than, you know, what I see it as. For sure, and, and at
0: the end of the day, like, the even reason why we're all out here, the reason why we're having Dietrich sit here, or you, or even inviting Keto over is because in some place in the world, you guys are at the top of your game. You know what I mean? In, in some way, shape, or form, all of us as human beings are continually trying to discover what that means for ourselves and I don't think we ever really get there I think it's just a matter of how much we're enjoying the process yeah but like what you guys are doing the way that you guys are doing it uh is at some concept a an apex of what it is that you represent and here I think even for just to answer the question even on behalf of arena all of us are just trying to elevate in everything. We're either trying to elevate ourselves, our mentality, our lifestyles, the culture, the community. We're just trying to make it better. So even the idea of a podcast is not because I actually give a shit about having hours of audio when I'm like dead. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's because we put in so much and the only way that we can elevate sometimes, especially in like a dance world, is it, for me personally, is no longer with my body sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like both of you guys are saying something and underneath everything you guys are saying through all the hard work, through all the training, through all the years of experience, there's a huge mental game in the way you approach things. You can call it instinctual, you can call it studying, you can call it understanding and and discovering fear in a certain way, but there's a huge mental thing that comes to this journey, and I want everybody who's sitting in this audience to remember right now that like, shit, you could be at another dance camp right now where you might be dancing like eight classes in a single day, five days a week, but if you can't take a moment to sit down and mature your mentality of the journey, it's not gonna, you're not going to get to the top of the game. You're not going to be a part of that Apex conversation. And I just really, really believe that the people who put the time in to discover something about themselves for the sake of themselves and for the sake of others are the ones that reach that place. So I'm honored to have you guys here.
2: Thank you. Super honored. Yeah. 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 Super good. Thank you for having
0: me. I'm honored to have you guys here. Because, like, if you weren't here... We would go eat lunch. This would be a failed thing, and we would just say, fuck it. We would still take the microphones you know what I'm and saying? talk. My yeah. Burger other. King, clearly, yeah. hashtag ad, brought it back. Two add,
2: whoppers, of you heard me. Volume's high.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I dig it, man. And, and, you know, not to just keep beating that horse with it, but I think the mentality side... You know, when you when you said you had people to kind of take you under your wing, I'm sure they're teaching you movement. You know, like teaching you technique. Uh, but I think a, a true mentor is is going to focus on training your mind, right? Yes. And and I think you know, with um, again, shout out to you guys here that that are sitting here listening to us talk. Um, there must be something that you feel that we know that we can offer to you guys. And um, all of us have been in the game for well over a decade, right? We've been doing this thing. How how long you been been in the game
3: for dancing? Um, Well, I moved here, yeah. Monsters, it was 2006, so yeah. 13 years, 13 yeah, years. 13
2: and you still look that bomb because I'm, yeah, I'm hella here. close <laughs> and I see your skin and I'm, I got questions about your skin. Yeah, on, yeah. No, I'm being honest right <laughs> now. Like your come skin. On, look at his skin Man. Speaking of transitions
1: <laughs> Check please, but I mean so yeah with with that though Like there's a lot of history here and and I think this this specific panel Um, You know, we thought long and hard, like, who would we want to bring on um, and to to offer something to talk about the community's history and, and, you know, the decades that have been put into this Urban dance game to where it's at now and people who are still doing it in the future, like you guys here, like you guys are the future. And speaking of the future, we got this guy over here. Uh, this guy, he is a up-and-coming, this guy is amazing. You guys all, I'm sure, he seen ain't him up on. And coming. He's he up-and-coming. doing it he yeah, up and up-and-coming. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. He, winner of Soyu You Think you Can Dance Season 13, yeah. owner of The, the Great Studio 916 in Sacramento. This guy probably has the most famous kitchen on Instagram. Hashtag <laughs> Kita's Kitchen. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the stage, Kita the Great. Most famous kitchen. That's, he's like the new Martha Stewart, bro. Gordon Ramsay, Martha Stewart, Key to the Great. Oh, y'all. Wow. Hello, hello, hello. Key to the Great, cooking oh. in his kitchen. cooking in,
1: Yo, man, so I gotta ask, man, well, how did the whole kitchen thing come about? Like, what made you feel like I'm just gonna post videos
4: of me dancing a few hot dates in my kitchen? Where did that come from? That's a good question. Uh, Okay, so like I always, I always liked dancing just in my house, like all the time, like in my living room and like outside. I even danced in like my court for a few, like a few times for a few videos. So like it's always been like in the house. So I, feel like, um, I moved to my old house and I was like, I don't know where to dance no more. So we like, gotta figure out a new spot. So I'm like, so we moved to a new house and then like I seen the kitchen was it was a little spacey. So I'm like, wait a minute, this could work. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I so the kitchen, we, was from that point on, we just started like literally making like actual like dance videos in the kitchen and like some of them actually like blew up and had like millions of views so I'm like this could actually like be a start to something. It's kinda of funny because people like think that I'm going to like like Home Depot and like going to like section like the kitchen. So I'm like no this is like my is house. Ikea? So, so I'm like no this is like my kitchen and I'm dancing in it every day. So kinda of, like it's kinda of working out right now. You pissed me off man. Let me tell you why. This is all
0: love, let me tell you like, why. Go ahead, go ahead, this dude gets in his kitchen, sometimes they ain't even fucking wearing shoes. <laughs> you know, throwing out Stay eight counts it. at a time. It's more fire than anything I see on the gram, even the hot chicks I follow. It, Kitas is more fun to follow. <laughs> we're we're kids <kidding laughs> over here making the dumbass mistake of trying to houses all the time and spend money trying to shoot eight counts. And this dude's in his kitchen, and I'm like, I wanna, I wanna work smarter, not harder. <laughs> I can't be biting this fool, but like, what's the point of, of working so hard and spending money when all you gotta do is vibe out, dance your ass off with your friends, love what you do, and, and people will see that at that skill level. So, you literally, whatever it is with your fake-ass Home Depot square thing going on. just talking shit. Because I'm so upset, man. It's so good. It's so good. It's not right. I'm sorry. Somebody... God is fair, and I. There's got to
4: be something wrong with your life, man. Tell us about it, because everything is perfect, bro. I don't know, and I. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like. Um. It's definitely like. I know it's kind of going off subject, but it's kind of like definitely my family, because I feel like. They're the ones who keep me grounded, and they're the ones who, like, are telling me, like, even though, like, I have, like, a lot of things going on for me right now, they're the ones that are, like, key to, like, just remember, like, who you are, where you came from. That's what's up. We're always going to be here for you, and you know what I mean? I feel like if without my family, I would probably be somewhere just going crazy, so I feel like um, without them, I wouldn't be where I am right now. They're keeping me grounded. They're keeping me humble. And um, I'm just literally doing what I love every day, so. Hey, shout out, a, shout a, out a, a, mom, the oh, yeah, Mama, Mama the Great. Mama the Great over there. Right there Mama the Great doing a great job. Hey, Mama the Great. That's, that's shout up, Mama. The great. <laughs> you got
3: to make Mama the Great cry, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. That's Mom's yeah. right
4: there. Yes, yeah. sir.
0: Well, well, By the way, Mom, I'm not actually pissed at him. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> podcast banter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask, man. So for our listeners, so this is your first time on the podcast, right?
1: It so yes. for anyone who doesn't know you, who's living under a rock, give us a like a real quick like one how old are you and two like where, where are you from where do you grow up and all that
4: just real quick oh, so first i'm um, 17 i just turned 17 hey, a few months project. ago why is your
2: voice like 55 <laughs> you got the most beautiful RB based late night voice ever he's like oh. i was I like hey I'm, <laughs> I'm but my, so voice my voice is 35 like, and we're like hey
4: <laughs> my voice just got deep though it hey, hey, did like go. 2 months ago let's go because
2: really, um, I've known you since the early ages, and I was like, all of a sudden I saw you this week, and I was like, oh my god, Dad! Wow!
4: He ha- Dad? He ha- he,
3: now he has a uh, university a football university voice. Got, I'm in
4: the Great, five, six, wow. Michigan State. Wow, that's funny. I don't even know what
2: I was talking about. No, talking. We fuck. it's just, I'm sorry. Um, where you from, bro? where did you grow
4: up? Um, so, <laughs> born and raised in Sacramento. Hey, Sacktown. Um, hey, 916. Uh, I've always lived there. Um, it's kind of been like home to me for all my life. People always say like, Keita, you should like, you should like move to LA. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. And I've, I've, I've thought about it, but home was just Sacramento. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm always going to stay there. Um you can. <laughs> been dancing for thirteen years. Um, come from a family of seven. My oldest brother, who was a deaf dancer, he was the one who taught me how to dance when I was four. Shout out to Shaheem Sanchez. Um, and dancing has just been a part of my life. So, so yeah. That's what's up, seven.
1: Where did you start, like training wise? Was it was it from your brother or?
4: Um, so, well, my brother, he was the like he was the one who who first introduced me to dance. He was the literally like I had to pacify my mouth, laying on the laying on the couch. I was like like three, and literally, I was just literally watching them dance in my living room, and we always had our mirrors, we would take our mirrors off the closets yep. in the room and literally put them it. in the living room, yeah. and they would just dance, and I'm literally like feeding off of it, just soaking it all in, so um, so he was the one who introduced me to dance, and then my first dance class, I think, was at six years old, and also my first performance, so I was always like, dancing has been in my life all for years, so it was, it was kind of like, going to be my passion, I kind of knew it was going to be my passion, so... Um, I took my first dance class, performed at six years old. Um, and Yeah, from that point on, it kind of like it kind of like took off and I knew that I was gonna, you know, be something. That's why I always tell kids, like, kids always ask me, like, did you know that you were gonna, like, become this big? And I'm like, no. So, that's why I tell everybody, like, stay dedicated and stay committed because you don't know when your big break's gonna be. So, I always tell kids that to this day. Yeah, you know what I think
1: that, even going back to the kitchen thing, I don't wanna keep beating that thing, oh, but no, yeah. it's, it's funny because, I'm pretty sure you weren't like, yo, I'm gonna make dance videos in my kitchen and it's gonna blow up. You did it because that was just what your life was, right? It was authentic to you, that was how you trained, that was your studio, you know what I mean? Taking your closet mirrors. So I think, you know, with what you put out, and I think what people gravitate towards, obviously you gotta be tight, but people gravitate towards authenticity. People gravitate towards what's real. So for you, uh, that sort of realness, is that something that you learn from Old, you know, mentors,
4: older brother figures. That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just—it's kind of like a natural thing for me. And even like showing love to like a lot of other dancers. Like even the my friends Jabari and Kendrick I danced yeah, with. I literally yeah. like—I literally called them. I'll be bored at home when I'm like Kendrick, Jabari, come to the house. Let's make a quick video. We'll knock it out in like ten minutes. So it's also like. People are like, Keita, I like how you're showing your, your friends love, and I'm even letting them freestyle, and sometimes they make the choreo themselves, and it's kind of like, there's no reason for me to, like, be just so into me when I can literally show my friends off and we all can eat. So you feel me, I, it's, it's definitely like a blessing to be able to show my other guys off and to be able to just take off, all three of us.
1: They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their Ambassador Watch. This one's my everyday watch, this one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to MSTRwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINGESPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to MSTRwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Aesthetic. Hop on the store.kinjes.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with a K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at Kin Brand.
0: So what, what's some, how many of you guys out there are like roughly plus or minus two years around 17 what's okay. So there's a hey, bunch of them people out. over oh, here. Wow, good good amount. Amount. They all got kitchens. <laughs> okay.
2: They ain't got keto.
0: Okay, so they all got kitchens. How many of you guys have mirrors that you pull somewhere to make your own pseudo dance studio in your house? Yeah. Okay.
4: That's so sad. Remember, oh, yeah.
0: We did that. That's where Check it all starts. That's where it all starts. So all the variables are the same. Right? You're here, we're breathing air, I got I got my lungs right now that are okay. I got a kitchen. You know what I mean? What's the difference? What did you have to do to push yourself into a position that was going to excel like that?
4: Um, Well, like I said, I always, I always kind of just stayed dedicated to myself, and I knew like Uh, I'm gonna cut past that. Right? Okay, you're dedicated.
0: Everybody's dedicated. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put the work
4: in. Okay, okay. What work? What like what you doing? I'm literally. It's kind of it might be weird, but I don't like when people like watch me like practice. So like I would literally like I'll tell my mom like please don't put your phone out. let me practice by myself. You literally yeah. turn the light off. I would either turn the light off, or literally just practice by myself and just move, just move, literally just move every day in front of my mirror and just want to get better at my craft because. Wait, and what are you trying to find? I'm just digging, just to dig. What you, like what are
0: you looking for when you're? If I was you and I was looking at myself, I'd be like hell yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> once, I get, yeah. once I get past that, like, what do you do even today to, to figure out how to improve yourself? Like, what are things that you're thinking about?
4: Um, I, dang, you are getting me right now. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> we have dance camp, baby. Let's go. Dig um, digging. What am I trying to find? Who? I don't know what I'm trying to find. I literally, I'm just doing what I
0: love. I just dance. Good enough for me. Hey, you know
1: what's tight about I'm, that answer, though? Because that's 17 years old, if you were to actually have given a real answer, I might not believe you. Yeah, if you had an encyclopedia answer, I'd be more pissed off. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's okay. The thing is, you've, only like, well, been, you've been on this earth for 17 years, and no disrespect to your, your age, but you learn things along the way. And I think with where you're at, you, you have the dedication to your craft part down. That is right. like, that's your foundation, right? And then as you progress and in- a year and gets added to your next, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna meet people, you're gonna engage with people like us to other people that, you know, older than you, younger than you, where you're gonna learn. You're gonna live life, you're gonna travel, you're gonna see things. You're gonna have your ups and downs, you know what I mean? And ultimately, that's the stuff that shapes your why. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I got my foundation, my passion's never gonna go away, but then, because of X amount of years that have been added, I've learned this along the way, I've I've been able to teach these people, I've been taught by these people, and then that's when you start to build that foundation. So, I mean, yeah, not even just try to like, put you on the spot as if there was something wrong with you not having that answer, I think that's okay, you know what oh, I mean? Like and X- I mean, for all you guys out here as well. You actually, sir, you really yes, thinking about it,
0: I've been, I've been sneakily trying to ask each individual, if you haven't noticed, like, Give me your damn secrets. I'm like over this small talk. We're already friends off of this damn stage. Give us the secrets. And everybody's got the same conceptual answer of, you know what I mean, just having love for it, finding your own way, having a good environment or support system, there's no secret. And as much as I keep on trying to pull something to give this like glorious thing so we can all walk out of here and feel like, yeah, I got my money's worth, there's no fucking secret. People just work hella hard and they, and they work hard at what they love. So I like genuinely want to like throw out there for all you 17-year-olds that have kitchens out there. like you. You have your own secret sauce. And I ain't going to know what that answer is. Farts. You might not know what it is either. Farts. And just as much as they are at the apex of what they're doing, you are also the best version of what you're gonna be doing as long as you go seek it with passion and dedication. I feel like that's the only actual secret here. There's no real, real lesson. Well, we have real secrets. Like when, when the doors close and we don't talk to you guys, they give us all the real secrets. That's why we're like, ah. pretty cool. But just letting you guys know. That was a joke. Dedication, uh, commitment to the craft, real love for it. It seems to be the only consistency that all these guys share, right? That's what it is, man.
1: Um, I want to yeah. talk a little bit about, again, this is your first time on the pod, and we're going yes. to, you know, we have a lot of questions trying to get to know you. Hey, let's go. Um, you, you got down on So You Think You Can Dance, right? Yes, yes. Season 13. Yes,
4: and, bro, what was that experience like for you, man? Can we, can we talk a little bit about that? Ooh, man. So, um, I think I had first, I found out about So You Think You Can Dance, and they were having, it was always adults. So, they, was, they were never having, like, a, a kid's version. So, I was like, my mom told me about it one day, and I was like, man. It's like my—it's my opportunity to really show the world that you know, like we could—we could have already did this years ago because I know, like, what we're capable of. Our kids, you know what I mean. So, um, she told me about it, and I was like, man, I think I should—should should just go for it and just audition. But I didn't know what I was really going to get myself into. So I was like, oh, I don't know, mom. I'm kind of nervous, but I just went out there and I just—I wasn't thinking at all. I just wanted to push myself and literally wanted to go out there and win it all. So, um, even though audition process, literally. Butterflies in my stomach, like going in front of Nigel, and I'm like, oh my! I don't know what's. I'm, he might say, get off the stage. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. So, um literally step by step, they were like, okay, cool, Kita, I need you to let's 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 do some pasta Doble, let's do some jazz, and I'm like, oh my! This is where I'm what gonna. Is this is this is what I'm gonna. This Ask is when I'm what? gonna go home. <laughs> <Ask> what? <laughs> so like, Doble. So I'm like, this is literally like I'm about to go home, but man, I always have faith, like. I, and I, even though I couldn't do it, I, I also, like, made sure that I wasn't going to make it not look right. I knew that I was yeah. going to, like, figure out a way to at least move on to each next round. So, man, it was, it was crazy. I even had my all-star fiction. He was like, bro, I was in the same position as you because he was also just a hip-hop dancer his season. It ended up winning his whole entire show. So, I was like, that's kind of crazy because I might be following to your same footsteps. And man, next thing you know, I literally, like, won the whole thing, and I'm like, I don't know how this just happened, I'm like, bro, like, I literally did jazz, I did pasodoble, like, they had me in the air, I was holding people, I had to, I was like, what is going on this whole, like, this whole time, so, um, but, man, that was definitely, like, an eye-opener for me, like, nothing, anything is possible, because I didn't think I would be doing that, and next thing you know, like, I was holding the trophy in my hand, so I'm like, wow, like, things really pay off, and even my mom, she was with me the whole way, like, without my mom, without the support I had the whole show, like, nothing would be possible, so, so, yes, sir.
1: Congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you, man. bro, appreciate i appreciate, appreciate Congratulations. You, what's up. Let's go.
4: How long ago was that? That was, uh, 2016? Yeah, three years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah.
3: Fourteen? So. Fourteen years, 14 years old. Fourteen old, years old. Fourteen right? years yeah, and I
4: just turned 14, because my birthday was, yeah, so. So you didn't have a driver's license. You said do I? You didn't have
0: one at the time. Oh, no. Your voice no, was wasn't as sexy. No.
3: <laughs> you can't go any Disney rides or something,
2: Disney rides. Why? The, you gonna come by here like
0: The kitchen was the kitchen was still there though, right? The kitchen it's, was there. It, it was
2: just this for
4: you. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like I didn't have nothing that time. I was just on the show. <laughs> man, That's what's you, up, man, honestly,
0: man. we'll say it again, you are you are paving a way, you know what Thank I mean? You. Asia is, is no matter when it comes to a conversation with you because at the end of the day, like Your talent speaks for itself. Your humility and your energy speaks for itself. Um, The way that you take care of your friends and your family, the way you opened up your guys' studio as a family—congratulations! Like, yeah, yeah, man, that is a a huge inspiration to even all of us. Uh, Just knowing it's not just of what you did but of why you did it and it's so clear and like that that pushes all of us because that's real love right there so mad respect to you dude appreciate you man that's love yeah that's what's up (laughs) sir yes sir so where where what's going on
1: now in your life in terms of like your focus and what's next what are you working on anything exciting going on
4: what i really want to do is because i feel like i'm always going to be a dancer it's going to be my passion always um but i feel like i want to i want to try something new like literally like acting or even music, because people have always told me, like, Keita, like, use your platform to literally expand your brand. So I'm like, it it, it makes a lot of sense, and I've actually just waited until I was comfortable, because I never liked it acting, and I never liked it, you know, to do music, but people are like, bro, like, literally, there's nothing could go wrong. So I'm like, you know what, I kind of want to try something new, and I feel like if I do, nothing would go wrong out of it. I'm literally just expanding my brand, so I feel like...
2: I'm about sweet potato oh. bar. i feel like that's what it's called oh oh
4: oh i'm on the podcast with the kinks i'm going to stop right there cuz i don't nice. was oh, a, we yeah. nice. a good start we that's a good start thought we were going somewhere it's a good
1: start he heated yeah, real quick was
0: that was over it, it was a half bar. Yo, that, that was good bar? Yeah, i, had I, had I, I was i would have said if he had a i saw you get for free that's like you had runs right i wouldn't do too much i'm literally
4: right there
1: just bring, back, just bring it back bring it back yeah, uh, yeah so, so you were talking about what you're doing now what's new what's fresh and what's sorry, going sorry. on what's exciting um, yeah.
4: literally I have a clothing line coming out my own clothing line right. I've been waiting for this to happen it's literally yeah. been like we've been pushing it for a long time but it's never like happened so clothing line coming soon uh, we just opened up a new studio me and my mom it was it's kind of a funny story because we've always told ourselves like when I was like eight like she was like I'm gonna open up a studio like we're gonna literally like speak this into existence and literally like years go by and it, it finally happens. So it's, it's, it's kind of dope because even though we said it, it's kind of like we even got like beginners. We don't even have like a lot of like really like advanced dancers. And I feel like God blessed us with that because he wants me to see the growth within the, the students. And even the less fortunate, like there's literally some students that, that don't have the money to take class, but I'm literally like just giving back, just teaching. So right. it's definitely a blessing to be able to teach kids what I've learned growing up and to be able to, to inspire. And they're literally just there to learn, you know what I mean? They don't, even, they don't care about nothing else. They're like, we want to see Keaton, we want to just literally learn from you. So it's like a blessing to be able to see like what I've done has paid off, you know what I mean? So um, shout out to my mom's studio. We are studio owners.
2: Boy, it's, yeah, I know mama, wow. but you know, we, we did it. <laughs> can, I, can I just compliment <laughs> you real right? quick? Cause I've known Ki- Kiwi for like Kiwi? since the beginning <laughs> for, for a very long, like 08, I think is the first time that we crossed paths. And this dude, and his relationship with his family, and his perspective, uh, honestly, before, I, it's just never changed, uh, and I just wanna, dude, that's so awesome, because obviously, to, to a person that's growing you know, significantly fast, and a lot of things could be thrown your way that can question your moral value, and I find that uh, amazing. Uh, such a beautiful family, you have always been, and dude, that's dope that you're basically already trying to help the next generation, oh, yeah. and you're 17, bro. Mm. that's so thank dope you, thank you bro. well
4: done appreciate
1: you thank yeah. you thank you Yeah, man. sir I mean you keep you keep mentioning your family you keep mentioning God I think like that that being your foundation it's sir. gonna take you all the way through man so keep thank keep that you, going bro. Keep appreciate that going. y'all
4: appreciate all y'all man appreciate yeah. You. Thank yeah, you yeah that's what's up Much respect.
1: Um, so we wanna open it up to you guys uh, we're gonna do a little Q&A here so if you have any questions specifically questions for anybody up here Hi, guys. How are you?
4: you
3: Vincent Patino, representing Bowen Bridge. This is a question in regards to, I'm gonna go with Lyle on this one because you are gonna be a family man. Congratulations on that again. Thank you, bro. Um, For my age, uh, who are in their later 20s. So to put that into perspective with all my youth individuals here, um, trying to be a grown man and chasing after that standard that these fine distinguished gentlemen are really going for, I want to know, how do you properly manage to balance the craft, the art, and life in a consistent frequency as you progress through each and every single day? What do you feel is a key point in being able to push forward? Right. Um, Obviously, you you know, you grow up with a certain um, morals and values that you're parents and mentors have bestowed upon you but there's a lot of trial and error to that too you know you're gonna make mistakes you know you're gonna make mistakes but you got to learn from it you know you always got to learn from your mistakes otherwise the mistake will happen again history will repeat if you don't learn from that and and get humbled by it right life will always try to find a way to humble yourself in in a lot of different situations so you just got to take that you know as like a standard you know, and then and then go from there, you know, and that's, that's for me, that's how it kind of just like, I was able to focus on this, that, and the other, knowing I got to do maybe more of this, less of this, you know, it's, again, trial and error for me, in the simplest sense.
1: <laughs> right. That's what's up, that's what's up. Any other questions out there? Yeah, down in front over here.
2: Oh, sorry, you just got started, that's all.
0: Yeah. Hey, so this
1: is a general question for all of you guys, but... How do you guys maintain your inspiration? Because it's really easy to find inspiration through a dance video or something for a day or a couple of weeks, but maintaining that dedication and that constant drive, like,
3: I don't want to say what drives you guys, but where do you guys find your inspiration to keep going?
0: The bills get more expensive.
2: <laughs> I, what, I, <laughs> okay, okay. Take it, take it, uh, this happens a lot and even at where we're at that comes up all the time uh, and, I, and I actually believe it comes down to, to purpose I think you have to understand like why you even started and for me I believe the purpose of uh, is giving and, and sharing for me so it's like if this doesn't happen I won't be able to give something to people or maybe help someone uh, you know what I'm saying so for, for me it's going to come down to purpose within your, your own life that will literally spark all of it
0: to piggyback off that in a way more serious way um uh i always uh i love the word like responsibility uh and the idea of it i remember uh just learning you know talking with some of my homies about this and the idea of purpose how do you find it a lot of it to me stems from like your responsibility uh and when you break that word apart you're literally looking at both ability and response like if you have an ability to respond to something it's your responsibility to do it right so if somebody uh, falls down and gets hurt and I have an ability to call for help it's my responsibility to call right it's the same way it's like if I'm blessed with a skill it's like my responsibility to do something with it if if God gave me that talent then it's my responsibility to do something Um, for me, as a, a, a personally, I'm, I don't feel like I'm like the illest dancer in the world, but I feel like I bring else to the table, and whatever that is, whether whether it's helping to organize events like this, or, or, or shows like last night, or, or bringing people together, you know, within our crew to create shows or whatever, like that's something I'm able to do. Therefore, I find my purpose and my responsibility to do that, and that's what fuels my inspiration because I'm like, I can, you know what I'm saying? So I think like that helps you find your purpose. Think about what you're capable of doing and you might find purpose in that because what you're capable of doing, randomly somebody else isn't. You know what I'm saying? So like that might help you find purpose and that will be a part of your inspiration path. What about you, Keita?
4: How do you find inspiration, bro? Um, how do I find inspiration? Um, well for me, well my inspiration, I feel like what inspires me is I love, like literally love seeing people smile like with whatever I do like if I can put a smile on a kid's face I feel like that is what literally fuels me and makes me want to keep going like literally a few weeks ago this little girl came up to me and was like wow I'm like your biggest fan she was like like five and it was at it was at the BET experience and she literally started crying and I was like man this is like like what I don't know what I'm doing but I feel like I'm doing something right so if I can see this like for years and just to keep like progressing I feel like that's what can fuel me and to make me want to just give back and just keep you know pushing myself to also keep doing this so that's what like literally fuels me to make just just keep wanting to make people smile and just keep wanting to create and just keep love what I'm doing so so yeah where are you at Lyle? inspiration it's changed over the years I
3: mean obviously now for me it's family you know um, it's a big big inspiration and honestly I feel way more charged to do the things that I've always wanted to do more than ever. Like we had this conversation, me and Aunt had this conversation. We, I feel we feel like we haven't made our best art yet, you know. So, so I'm just excited for, for what's what's coming, you know, and and excited to do different projects. But my main focus is, this is the number one project, and that's and that's my son. So, yeah. What's
1: so, up? Um, I think for myself, uh, this this question of inspiration, I think. Uh, gets brought up pretty much in every episode and I think for myself I've kind of developed or my definition of that or like that whole pursuit of the elusive thing called inspiration Um, I think I've come to learn to accept that inspiration comes and goes and if it was there all the time I don't even think we would recognize it as inspiration because it's just always there like things that are always there like oxygen we don't think about oxygen because we're always breathing but I think when inspiration comes and when it leaves, you just have to learn to accept that that's normal. You know what I mean? And um, as dancers and as like say, aspiring choreographers or whatever it may be, um, I know that we're like, oh, I need to like find the right song that moves me in this way, that brings out this physical movement. Some people function in that way and that's great. People like myself, I've never been that type of dancer or choreographer where I felt like I needed to be grabbed by a song. Um, Sometimes it's just simply the, sonically it just sounds dope. Or I'm like, I don't know why, but this song just makes me want to move. And sometimes that's enough for me to want to do something. And, and the beautiful thing about art is that it's subjective. No one can tell you that, oh, that's the wrong way to do it, and this is the right way. Like It's just however you do it, however it makes you feel good, talking about putting a smile on someone else's face, what puts a smile on your face, you know what I mean? What makes you feel like, I enjoy doing this? So I think for myself, um, if I lose inspiration per se when it comes to, say, dance, then And again, we keep bringing it back to community. I surround myself with people that I respect, that I feel like having these people in my life adds value to my life because I can have these conversations. Like, this right here is inspiring me right now. And it may not inspire me to go and choreograph after this, but it's inspiring me in terms of developing my mind, reinforcing my why, and and it makes me want to be excited for things like this, connecting with people. You know what I mean? And I think... That itself is a form of inspiration. So I would say also try to open up your mind and perspective that inspiration doesn't have to look a certain way all the time. It doesn't always have to fall in the pocket for dance. It could, it could manifest itself in all kinds of other ways. So just be open and if and when, and, and it will, it will leave you at times, let, be okay with that, and then when it comes again, ride that wave, because that's exciting when inspiration comes again. And then from there, just ride it, and so when, it, when it hits that lull, it's okay, coast. You can get re-inspired, you know what I mean? Can
2: I, can I piggyback real quick? I'm yeah. sorry, I already spoke. But this really helped me understand it, because I was trying to find it, and then I realized that, there, for me, it, I just decided to do some math, because I wasn't inspired. So I was taking a shit, just hear me out, just hear me out, <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Hear me out, I was taking a shit, and I wanted to do some math. Uh, and so this is this what I did some research on and I was trying to figure out what are the chances of me being born So I was like thinking okay, let's go research the male human body or the women both women the male human body So women you guys are born with like 2 million eggs, okay, and each month you kind of lose your eggs Hear me out right every month time it's that's why at a certain point in time you're not able to get pregnant anymore and in your main years of actually getting pregnant, you literally only have like 400,000 eggs left, right? Let's go to the males. We're freaks. 1.5 million to 5 million little sperms per shot. So we never run out. So I thought, okay, what? knowing this math, and this doesn't even like my dad and how much sperm he has and how much my how many eggs my mom has? What are the chances of those two meeting to create myself? Okay, now a little bit more step back. The amount of millionaires out of 7.5 billion people in the world that it constantly grows, it comes out to about 0.3% millionaires total, okay? The average amount of billionaires is 0.006%. The chances that your mom's egg and your dad's sperm met is .1405783 0. around that range. So the chances of us actually being born were never supposed to happen. The chances of being a billionaire is actually much higher. And to me, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be here. Not to take into account, what if they never met, right? That's a whole other equation that I'm not age enough to do that math. But it's one of those things that I want you to know that This is fucking great. And I got inspired off the idea like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm part of this 7.5, like, almost lucky people to be here. Let's fucking have a blast. Like, that really hyped me up. All right, there's my shit story. And then I wiped and flushed.
1: (laughs) That's good. That's good. Uh, I think- Any other questions out there? Uh, let's go down in front over here. my oh, man.
3: Hello. Hello. What's going on? Uh, my name's Chris, representing United and Exiles. Um, hey, what's up Chris? Uh, I have a question for just the whole panel in general. What do you guys do to like help build your
2: communities or like things you do to help build the scene in like your areas? Just because where I come from it's like a really small scene or like we only have like one studio that like really
4: emphasizes like hip-hop and urban dance in general. Where are you from? What city are you from? Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. I can kind of get where you feel because like Sacramento, that's not big at all. Like literally it's like a few towns and it's not that many dancers out there, but um, it's also like literally two, three studios now. So um, really for me, living in Sacramento, it's like you have to be able to, um, you have to be able to, to, for me, for me it was kind of like, I have to be able to build my own platform. You know what I mean? Sometimes I can't also, I can't just go here and wanna just create here. I wanna, you have to just build your own thing. And I feel like um, it was good for me to start early because now I can kind of build my own thing and I can kind of piggyback off of that. But um, literally, for the community, I was always, um, I still do to this day. We all, I um, make block parties or I, I come back to the community or I teach um, classes for free. So I also wanna give back because I know like Sacramento's not big at all. So I love giving back to the kids who can't can't pay for the classes, and I also just love seeing their faces. Like I said, what fuels me is when I see a kid smile, so I also love doing that. So even though where you are, you can also build your own thing. Don't just stay in this small area where you're at. Build your own thing and make it big from yourself, you know what I mean? So don't also just stay here and stay in this small, compacted thing. Build and expand yourself, you know what I mean? So that's that's what I would say off of that.
3: Um, well, I, I live in L.A., so um, I know... but. There's a couple things. Well, I teach a lot. Even though I'm in LA, I, I'm always traveling a lot, right? But I know the places that I teach at, you know, it's, 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 it's picked in a certain way where I, I wanna make sure that where I'm wherever I'm teaching, whatever studio I'm in, whatever camp it is, like there is a focus on a community. There is a focus on the, the bringing people together. Um, and that's um, what I've always t- tried to like really harness in. When I'm in LA, if. Uh, the rare times that I, I I have been in the past a <laughs> few few years to be honest with you i'm you know i don 't i, don't, I 'll teach a little bit, but I do a lot a lot of sessions like just trying to find like people that that were in my position going uh, that moved just moved to l a that didn 't have money to um, take classes that that but that have so much talent and so much, uh, you know, promise and just want to learn or hungry to learn. They'll hit me up randomly and I see it and and they'll show up to class because they were able to scrounge, you know, X amount of dollars just to take that class. I was like, yo, let's session, let's let's spend some time together. You don't even have to pay me anything, you know? So it's, 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 I I look for those in in a way to give back for the people that really want it and really want to uh, learn and take it to another level for them, so, um, and even in se- different scenarios where I have a job and I'm choreographing like a, you know, a submission, K-pop submission, I'll hire those dancers, you know, just so, let's get you guys paid, let's try to find a way to get you guys paid as you get your feet wet here in L.A. so you can take it to another um, level on your own, you know,
2: just to, you have that experience, you know? It's a big part of it is that growth. Like even similar to uh, both my colleagues, uh, that growth inside of yourself to invest in yourself is the key ingredient to be able to invest in others. Does that make sense? And along those lines, when you're giving back to your community, every so often people might not understand how much you really went through to produce that in your community. And the beauty behind that is if you can find that even if they don't and you're still happy, then you're actually able to give what you have. Does that make sense? So you have to invest internally, whether it's money or whether it's love or knowledge, to be able to give that over. Does that make sense? If you try to give it without having it, obviously, like I said earlier, it is called acting. But it's such a very big, important thing to be able to build that self to be able to give it out.
0: Let's say say you got it. Let's say let's say what he's talking about, um, you actually have something to give before you, you know, get to the point of acting. Um, like for example, last night, last night, uh, our Kinja show, we, I never thought we would ever be able to do this, but uh, we got a bunch of people from our generation in the community on stage at one time. We brought out, uh, Lyle was on stage with us, Sean Every still came out on stage. Uh, Poops Post came out on stage. Lando came out. We even got KB coming out from Vegas from the Jabberwockies to come out on stage with us. Um, and I swear, never in my—I didn't—I had no idea that there would ever be a time where, like, to me, the like freaking Avenger heroes of my inspiration would be on stage. I, I, I don't All care. If, yeah, I don't care if I'm in the routine. I'm down to back you up right now. Like, I'm just trying to be a part of this. You know what I mean? Um, but what it really comes down to is. Uh, I think when it comes to community, not being afraid to like ask a question, ask somebody, just reach out that 's what community really comes down to is connection it 's not about necessarily like what you have or what you have to offer. Some people just want that. you know what I mean and and, it, and I think even with Kindras, like every single person who joins a crew, it, it always starts with a conversation it, it's not it 's not like two million eggs and freaking billions of sperm coming together and it 's just a chance. In that sense, it's like, you know, for whatever reason, life brought us all to some form of connection. And then after that, you reach out and you're like, hey, man, like, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, how are you feeling? What's going on with your life? Like, are we like minded? Do, do we see things? Do we want to enjoy life in a certain way together? Um, and do we value the same types of things? And it's like, if you don't reach out and have those conversations, then you won't. Develop and optimize the connection of your community. You know what I'm saying. So like, that's a very simple thing for everybody out here. It's just ask. It's it, it, and it's basic. You know, it doesn't have to start with throwing a dance show or creating a team. It's as basic as like, hey, uh, I got a new piece. You want to shoot a video? You down? You down to learn some stuff? You'd that's be surprised how on
2: how many people say yes too. Yeah.
0: Everybody. Everybody just wants to have fun and dance. Dancers are the weirdest people in the world. You know what I'm saying? Which is down to like. Think about uh, the idea of like dancing in somebody's video. You're submitting your body to somebody else's expression for however much time. You are literally selflessly giving yourself to that person's passion and vision. You know what I mean? So it's like, that community is desired. People want it. People seek it. We all want it. And it's just a matter of if you want to build that, all you got to do is reach out sometimes. Yeah. But just to teach, you, as he's, what he was saying, you have to have something to really convince people to understand that what you're offering is authentic. And it's not about giving them, in terms of that offering, it's more so about like the experience. Because everybody wants a good life experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, just to uh, ride off of the spirit
1: of piggybacking here, I think everything what they said, yes to all of that. And in, specifically in terms of building a community, like communication is key to that. You know what I'm saying? I think. Um, if you want to build anything that involves multiple people, sorry, you can't do it by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, even if you are the greatest leader, the Superman or Superwoman that you can be, you have to have uh, a team of people. And I think um, surround yourself with trustworthy people. And again, that's that's something that you're gonna have to use your own judgment in terms of like, you know, that why, that purpose. Like, do do we Align? Are we seeing eye to eye on our purpose? And if it's a yes, it's like, cool, let's, let's be a team. And with that, it's not like, okay, so I'm the leader and you follow me. You know, it's not that. You know what I mean? I think you got to learn. And again, this comes with trust is great leaders empower other people to become leaders as well. So essentially, if you have a tribe of leaders that know how to play their role, whether it be leading from the front, back, or the middle, or anywhere in between, That's a solid team. So I think when you can uh, identify the people who share that vision and passion, you can trust one another, and then you communicate like it's oxygen. You know what I mean? And I can't stress that enough, how important it is to take those weekly meetings or whatever it is, like whether it's your dance team, whether it's this business that you're trying to build, you have to communicate because if you don't, you know, unfortunately, we're all human beings that have, like, a weird little thing that makes us, like, kind of veer off sometimes, you know, and we, we have, like, our own little th- agendas or maybe even our own securities that kind of make us kind of whatever. So, when you communicate and you align, that helps you stay on that vision so that you guys can achieve that goal. Um, I think we got time for maybe one more question. Um, my man in the back in the blue, his hand shot up real fast. Bam? Let's do that. Is that Bam? Hey, with the
3: nigga. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is France, and I South wrote it France. down because I'm, like, really nervous, Don't but be nervous. Um, I have a couple of things that might, uh, <laughs> like, that will be congruent to each other. Um, what are some healthy habits that you guys practice to sustain your career slash your lifestyle, whether it's self-education or uh, maybe waking up early or reading a book or maybe listening to podcasts, and what are some limiting beliefs slash toxic traits that you guys are trying to break through in order to move on to your next goal?
1: That's a really good question. That's like a very good podcast question. I'm going to let someone take it, though.
3: Um, well, I'm 35, okay? So uh, being 35, you know, or in, just in my 30s in general, you know, I just, I really started focusing on my health. My mom always said, your health is your wealth. Always. Never understood that until you started getting 30, you know. Well, can't, it can't hit as hard as you used to. You know, can do certain things that and throw your body in the same way that I used to when I was in my 20s without any regard of what I was doing. And, um, but, so, you knowing that, you know, there was there was an extra step involved for me. And it was, um, you know, you know, watching my diet, you know, did little things, little things that, you know, just kept me alert. Even when I'm teaching class, I find, my, uh, I find myself, like, being lethargic tired like just gassed out but then changed my diet um, started working out consistently which I used to do in my teens yeah so and then but then I just went deep in the rabbit hole of working out like maybe two three times a day at one point for like six times a week it was hard it was going hard I don't do that anymore (laughs) you know once a day it's cool for me but you know just, like, really paying attention to those things and what my body, can, and doing that, it learned, it taught me a whole bunch of things of what my body can do, and I feel like I can now push it to a different level now, you know? Not just trying to do something that I used to, but, like, taking it to a, like, oh, sh- I can do this now. I can, you know, feel like this now, expand here, and, and, and it just kind of, like, changed my perspective as far as, you know, uh, uh, where I can take my dance, and I think that, that was that was a good like starting point. But then even at the sense of not dancing harder or stronger, it, it's it, I used it as a way to make things look easier, you know. So it's not just because I was working out I want to choreograph like the fastest, hardest thing. I still wanted to still make it look easy in a sense, you know, to myself, so I could be able to, you know, translate to to you guys. Um, to answer this, what was the second question? i sorry, I, I didn't eat.
0: Hello, yeah, this question was more about um, limiting parameters that you wanna break through right now in order to reach your next goal, the next phase of your goal, you know what I mean?
3: Oh, uh, making the steps. Yeah. To, yeah. Okay, well, um, well, my problem was being like, like traveling. Like, traveling was a big thing, and it's it's, it's taken me to a lot of great places, and it's, I've seen a lot, but um, now, creatively. It's just being present. And I'm now in a good situation this year. That kind of came to me where I can stay present and again, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to, you know, really get into it <laughs> of what I'm without give, spilling the beans about what I'm trying to do. But um, the, I just know that being present and being able to work on my craft and with the people that I want to do it with, you know, that has always been important to me. And that's important to me now, and so I'm just excited for that, and I I think I have been making the steps as far as stop traveling as much, finding a way to still, you know, fulfill those responsibilities of what traveling did, right? But staying here in LA, and I found that, I was lucky enough to find that thing, and now now I feel great about creatively where I want to go, so...
2: All right. Uh, I said the end. (laughs) Close curtain. Um, Yeah, so uh, this is going to maybe hopefully answer both your questions without trying to freak you out a little bit. But for me, uh, as soon as I wake up, I realize that every decision I make is usually because, or every great decision I've ever made in my life is usually because of the state I was in. Uh, Meaning, like, if I was in a really good mental state or if I was, like, in a state of uh, bliss I felt like I was always making the right decision. And even when I messed up in that state, uh, it helped me understand to learn faster. So for me, it comes down to state. And then every morning uh, I do this thing where I prime or some people might like pray or meditate. Um, And for me, (laughs) uh, I was obsessed with the blissful state. So when you're in a cipher, you see some of the people you see cipher and they have this like a blissful state Or when you, for your own lives, if you ever felt like you were just like, like you felt alive. That one day that everything you said or everything you did was like the right thing. Uh, It was that state, that energy. I got obsessed with that energy. And so what I do is like when I prime, I really like focus in on myself. And I start to think back first about things I was really, really grateful for. Memories, stuff that was so deep in the moment that I was like, holy shit. And I really actually relive those moments using my imagination, and my body relives that, and it puts me in this state of bliss. Does that make sense? Okay, and then (laughs) with that, I started getting even more obsessed with, was I able to have bliss in and out of the cipher, in and out of, uh, am I able to have this all the time? And if I had this all the time, would life just be even more fun than it already has? Uh, And I got obsessed with trying to do it faster and, and, and instead of like, sorry, when I would prime, it'd be like 10 minutes uh, long to get me there. Um, and, I, and I felt like if I was able to get it even faster and faster and faster or control it, um, I feel like I'd always be making the right decisions for myself and uh, around other people. So uh, I started taking advantage of the human brain and I learned how to get that bliss whenever I want. For, so for example, I could shoot uh, adrenaline from my brain to my nervous system that, that gives me the state of being inspired or in bliss. How weird is that? So, th- for me, this blissful state, uh, I looked it up of like what it exactly was and it was basically like a, when you get inspired or you're like super excited about something or you're in a blissful state, your hair starts to tense up and you like literally, like literally the, the, that physiology and that energy takes over your body and I try to hold on to that mm. as much as I can and, and really try to remember that if I can live in this phase of this state, I'll always make the right decision. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, yeah. even the ideas for choreography, if I feel like wow. that fear, and I really try to hone in on, like, memories for the past, or, like, stuff I'm really grateful for, I just get really fucking, like, hyped yeah. about life. And that adrenaline is, like, the one thing that kind of sets me up. D- right. I, bel-
0: I do believe in the idea of, uh, to answer your question, yeah, putting your mind in a state to, to take action and do things that you normally can't. You know what I'm saying? So like to answer your question in terms of like what it means to uh, what do you do to, I guess, improve your ability to do things? like I understand and, and believe in the mental capacity and the power of change and, and impact if you if you really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Think about that same question you just asked. If you ask that question every day versus somebody who doesn't ask that question, you're gonna be closer to finding answers every day versus somebody who doesn't. Does that make sense? Just to actualize it in your mind. So just as much as uh, you want to channel that, whether it be through dance or anything else, if you just think about what you want to do and you self-actualize it, you're one step closer than somebody who's not putting that energy in. and that. You can study that. I feel like that's what Dietrich is getting at. You can study that mental power and use it to your advantage. And honestly, Dietrich is success, like really successful. So it's like, as crazy as this motherfucker is right now, I kind of believe. it. It's
2: that. kind of weird, but I learned that Marines do it too. Like when they go to war and they try to keep a center yeah. thing. Yeah, for me, it's it's state, man. When I feel like alive and I feel good, no matter what that is, what it is for people, everybody makes the right decision when they're feeling like hype, like happy or excited yeah. or loving. Uh, whether it was like a relationship battle, of like, you know, in the moment of arguing, you know, if you fall into that same argument and you kind of fell into that too, you're not making the right decision in the right state, right? You're just being negative back to something that's negative. So, if I was able to turn this on and off of having this like un, uh, unlimited amount of love and passion for others, uh, when those things in life kind of pop up, I get like more excited to like solve the problem and, uh, like, it's weird, it's like almost like trying to take pain as something as an opportunity, because challenges are gonna come, and I yeah. feel like if you're able to take those as opportunities in life, instead of like, be reasons why you can't fulfill things that you really wanna do, what goes on in your head, uh, you're losing out on time. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'm just obsessed with, uh, honestly, the mind. I love, I love the mind, and the, the more I learn about uh, things and other people, constantly, learn, I learned so much on stage today about you guys. Uh, it just helps me understand um, the beauty, not just inside yourself, but things that I can find for myself that we already naturally do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's just taking, yeah, taking advantage of the human body and the science behind it. They're called biohacks, if you guys are ever interested. Yeah. Biohacks. Biohacks. biohacks
0: are real, yeah. it's real.
2: Where do you find YouTube. it? YouTube, just type it in.
0: <laughs> Biohack on YouTube. <laughs>
1: Speaking of which, I mean, yeah, we're, we're giving a, a bunch of life hacks here. I mean, all these gentlemen up here have lived life, and you're just getting a little snapshot. You know, even in like an hour and a half of talk, you're not going to get everything. So, I mean, really, thank you guys for, for sitting here and listening to us.
2: Thank you. Thank yeah, you for letting me be weird.
1: If you, if you guys, guys. have it, I mean, podcast. The, the podcast, we're almost a year old. We're almost a year old. So if you guys are already subscribed, thank you so much for subscribing, leaving us ratings and reviews. All that stuff makes a difference in terms of us kind of being visible on those charts. Um, all we ask that you do is share it. We're at Kinja's Podcast, cast with the K on IG, Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, just tag us, I, de- I read all the DMs, I love regramming all that stuff, so if this is adding any sort of value. Share it with your friends. If you guys thought this was dope, listen, we got like 50 some other episodes before this that are super, super dope. Um, real quick, just so that everybody knows where people can kind of follow your guys journey, feel free to plug, you know, the IGs and all that, real quick.
4: Uh, Instagram, Great. YouTube, KittyTheGreat, uh, Facebook, uh, Mama, what's on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, oh, so I used to be Lil Kita. Facebook is Lil Kita. Uh, Twitter, Lil Kita Eight. You feel me? Just running the
2: What's your social security number?
4: What? <laughs> Don't answer that.
3: Are going down. Oh, it, social tags. At Lau Any social tag at Lau dot Bnjbrand.com for merch. My man in the sweater hat. I had. Man. I'm wearing my my joint too. So. Let's go. Yeah.
2: Uh, myspace.com slash <laughs> d underscore tricks uh, tag me if you took photos uh, and just, just hit me with the bulletin post that'd be nice uh, yeah and they're all the same D T R I X.
0: no plugs here you guys are here i just want to say thank you guys one more time uh we did this for you guys hopefully you got something from it i know some of you guys will walk away from this and maybe it feels like you got nothing but when you're gonna think back on this week some of the things that you're gonna hold on to are these conversations not necessarily the eight counts so just take it down if you you found something that impacted you write it down if you want to discuss something further talk to your friends about it because this is a journey this is a process we're all still in it we're talking about it for the same reasons that you guys are trying to listen to it we're trying to discover ourselves so thank you guys Gingerbread.